Good evening, everybody. I'd like to welcome you all to our uh, weekly Wednesday night podcast here at the Livingstone Apostolic Church. And uh, we're going to worship the Lord for a few minutes here, and then we'll get directly into the Word of God. So let's all come together right now. Let's bind together in agreement, and let's pray for the Lord's blessing upon us. Father, we thank you, Lord, again for this opportunity that we have to come into this place Amen, Lord, to call upon your name and to worship you in spirit and in truth. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have given us and for the privilege it is, Lord, to serve you and to live for you, O God. So we pray, Lord, that you would bless our worship, bless our praise, O God, and bless, amen, the spiritual sacrifices that we bring unto you, Lord, at this time. And Lord, we ask you that you would bless us, Lord, in the ministry of your word. Reach out to all those, Lord, who are listening to this podcast. Reach out to your people, O Lord. And God, I pray, Lord, that your word would lift us up and give us faith, O Lord. And help us, O Father, that we can, amen, stand, O Lord, during this day, Father. Let us be a light to all those, O God, who are out there. Amen. Bless your people, Lord, abundantly, O Father. Let them prosper in your will. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, we, amen, give you all the praise and glory and honor, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.
sure that started? Amen. My God is awesome. That is a beautiful, amen, beautiful worship song and speaks about, you know, we hear a lot of people talking today, a lot of young people, when they refer to something, they always say, awesome, awesome. And I believe that's, amen, who our God is. He's awesome. He's an awesome God. He's a God that is a gracious God, a merciful God. A loving God who exercises loving kindness and mercy and as the scripture says is great is his faithfulness toward us his compassions are new every morning so I thank the Lord for what his word says amen and uh, it's all true not one of it is you know as a the Apostle Paul stated in the book of uh, Corinthians, he said that all the promises of God are yea. Mm -hmm. So that's <clears throat> the beautiful thing about uh, having a relationship with our Lord and praise God is to understand how good he is, how faithful he is. Amen. And merciful God, thank you very much. For that, I mean, you can feel the Holy Ghost in here. You can feel His presence in this place. I mean, it doesn't take long just to be able to feel the the current moving in this place, and I can feel it. And it's just like, uh, and I know there's our pews are empty this evening again. There's a few of us in here for this podcast, but the presence of the Lord is still here, and He's still in, Amen. Everybody's lives in your being in your home. God is good, and I'm thankful for that tonight. Praise God. I just want to, uh, I just want to uh, say good evening to all our people, uh, all the saints from the Livingstone Apostolic Church, and all of you listening to our podcast this evening, and uh, especially out there in the south central part of South Dakota, I guess uh, we, we get quite a few people from uh, other areas too that are listening to our podcast. So I just want to say praise the Lord and glad you're here with us listening to this podcast. And I just want to especially say uh, hello to Sister Hazel Marshall out there in White River, South Dakota. I know she's she'll be listening to this podcast. So I just want to say hello to my mother and praise God just to uh, wish her well in the Lord and, and all the other uh, brothers and sisters and Lord out there, uh, the Arrow families, the Sixtos families uh, out there, uh, some of the people we were reaching out to and we have connected with out there on the Rosebud Reservation, all of you that are out there, I just want to say thank you and I hope uh, you are doing well during this time and I know if you are looking to the Lord, I know the Lord is listening, I know the Lord is is watching for you and, and like the scripture says whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved and that's just amen that's how good he is so just want to uh, say hello to every one of you and and amen um, I don't feel uh, I don't feel anything other than uh, the peace of God and, and even uh, his Assurance. Uh, I've been praying and been uh, keeping myself open as far as uh, the leading of, of His Spirit is concerned. And um, I feel like, and it's not just myself, but several others uh, in the ministry, my colleagues, my friends, uh, my brothers out there are feeling. Uh, what, what I'm feeling, so I know that uh, you know the witness I get is from the Lord. It's not from uh, what I feel, and uh, which is good. That's good to know. Uh, when you, when you're feeling something and you feel the presence of God and you feel the unction, and God gives you that understanding, and then, then the, there are others who can bear witness to it, and, and uh, it's the exact same thing, and that and that makes me feel so uh, good and makes me feel confident. And makes me feel assured. So I have that blessed assurance in the Lord that 
Uh, I believe that we're, we're going to see uh, a harvest that is going to come in. We're going to see souls coming in uh, to the body of Christ, and, and we're going to see that work done, and it's beginning right now. It's, his spirit is moving right now. There are so many people who are, are definitely searching and trying to find uh, peace, uh, trying to find some kind of stability in this world, trying to escape everything that's going on out there. And you will find it if you call upon the name of Jesus. If you call upon him, he will, he will come to you. That's all he wants you to do. And as James said uh, in the book of James, draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto you. Amen. I heard a beautiful testimony the other day. And uh, it was... Uh, 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 a family that I that I know of. I've never met their father uh, before. I've heard him. I've heard him minister uh, uh, way back, and, and of course, a man of God, a man of faith. And I heard one of his sons testify about how God uh, uh, moved in their family, how faithful he was to their family, and and of course, you know. When you make that uh, profession to live for God, when you, when you uh, follow Him, when you obey Him, of course, you know, uh, there are a lot of things uh, that we will encounter in life, but uh, God is always with us. And as He promised, He said He would never leave us nor forsake us. And that's what I, I, I was listening to the other day uh, of, of, the word, of the word that was coming and, and, and it comes down really to this, and, and this is kind of my thought this evening, uh, is trusting in the Lord. And that to, those are four words that are very important words right now, trusting in the Lord. And how many of us can really, really search that out? How many of us can really uh, consider that, think about it, meditate upon it? Are we really trusting in God for what is happening right now in our communities, in our uh, towns, in our state, in, our, in this country. And there's so many, there's so many that are, the response and the reaction to it is just, it's, you know, to some it's overwhelming. But I thank God that we know him. We know him and, and I know one thing, uh, God is faithful and, and God is good. But in the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, uh, the first few verses there in that chapter, uh, you read there in verse number one, it says, In that day shall this song be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. Salvation will God appoint for walls and bulwarks. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. Then he says, Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. So, you, you think about this particular time that we are in, and I don't want to always be making that a reference, but it just seems like, uh, you know, uh, uh, it reminds me uh, what has happened. And of course, I, 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 wasn't, uh, <clears throat> I wasn't born until the late 50s, but I remember uh, the, the situation that the United States was in in the 40s when, uh, when Japan uh, attacked Pearl Harbor, and as a result, um, uh, this nation went to war with Japan. And uh, I, I had a connection through that through my father and through my his, his younger brother, my uncle. Uh, they went out in, in the Pacific Theater and they served uh, our country. Uh, uh, unfortunately, my, my uncle lost his life out there, uh, but my dad uh, returned. But uh, <clears throat> I think about that particular time because, you know, uh, back then when uh, the nation was under attack, and of course, uh, all the all the 
the threat that uh, uh, people were living under and all this. Uh, one thing that I, that, I, that I recall as far as history is concerned that uh, I'm, I'm glad that there were people that were a praying people, people that were putting their trust in God at that time. And I can remember uh, uh, several uh, times uh, hearing uh, different uh, testimony about that period of time and how at that time the, the President of the United States would get on the airways and try to somehow encourage all the citizens of the United States just to try to hold their ground and, 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 and just uh, do what they can to defend the liberties that we have in this country. And of course our nation came through that time. They came through that time. It wasn't a few years later when Japan surrendered and uh, Praise God, this nation uh, was able to make it through. But, uh, you know, you think about that when you think about a crisis, when you think about people going through certain things, hardships and, and uh, uh, trials and tribulation and adversity and uh, spiritual, uh, spiritual adversity, spiritual battles and all that's going on. Uh, we always need to hear a word of encouragement. We always need to hear something that will keep us going. And, and human beings are, are kind of uh, uh, funny in this way, if I, if I want to say that, use that term. But uh, it just seems like sometimes we tend to forget. We tend to forget, and a lot of times what we're going through and what we're surrounded by always seems to distract us from really having hope or having faith and, and even putting our trust in, in God and all this. And we seem to lose sight of of, uh, of the hope that we have. And I know that there are probably uh, many that are out there right now going through what we're facing in this country as far as the pandemic is concerned, this outbreak. And uh, let me tell you something. Uh, it, the devastation is not as severe as many thought it would be. Yes, we are under attack from this unseen force, but yet uh, uh, we are, are standing, we are maintaining, and we will survive. So I feel like, uh, you know, my, my, my place, and, and I feel, you know, I, I've been praying, and I've been, I've been seeking God, and it just seems like every time I, I put my uh, spiritual feelers out there, it just seems like the Lord just always gives me a word of admonition to admonish and to encourage the people of God and to whosoever will listen, just to, just to be assured that, Things are going to be fine. We're going to survive this. Of course, you know, maybe our country may not return back to the, the way it was before all this happened. But, get, but guess what? God can give us, amen, that peace. God can give us that stability that, uh, and the assurance that we need that our lives will always be in his hands. And so I, I think about what uh, the prophet Isaiah was talking about here in Isaiah 26. And, and what he mentioned there in verse number 3. He said, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. So I, I realized something. Our, our trust should be, amen, in the Lord. And how many of you can... Really say to yourself right now that you are truly trusting in Him. Amen. It, it takes a lot, especially with what is happening uh, in our country, what is going on out there, and, and what is uh, overtaking a lot of minds. And, and people are responding, as I mentioned before, fear, and, and uh, they don't know what's going to happen, and, and all this you know, uncertainty and, and, and anxiety and all these things happening. But, but let me tell you something. We do have hope. We do have hope. And if we could just uh, somehow try to keep our minds in that place, as the scripture says, whose mind is stayed on thee. And that's what we need to do right now. If you have never really put, fully put your trust in God, now is the time for you to do so. Because when you put your trust in God, you're going to find out. Let me, let me tell you something about, about Scripture and what the Scripture says. In the book of Psalms 121 and 4, there's a Scripture verse there that says, Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. 
Now, I want to tell you something about the Lord, that, the, the Lord that we serve, the God that we serve. He, ne he neither slumbers nor sleeps. And, and he's well aware of our situation. He's well aware of what is happening in this world. He knows all about it already. He doesn't need to be told about it. He already knows about it. But one thing that I believe he is looking for is he's looking for someone to look to him. He's looking for someone to, to humble themselves. And, you know, it takes a lot for a human being to humble themselves to uh, somebody or a person who they do not see. But let me tell you something, uh, you know, about faith. And, and, and the Bible says that we don't walk by, by sight. We walk by faith. And, and faith, we put, our, we put our hope in something that we do not see. And, and, you know, you think about it, and Jesus even reprimanded his disciples when he told them, he said, how come you were faithless? How come you didn't believe? Just because you have seen me, and this was after his resurrection, just because you have seen me, <clears throat> you believed. But he said, blessed are they that have not seen, but yet believe. So we understand that uh, just to be able <clears throat> to have that ability just to believe, just to believe. And when we do, we put our trust in Him. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. I was in here uh, doing a few things in here uh, the other day. And of course, you can't help but feel the presence of the Lord. You can't help but think about the Word of God. You can't help. You cannot separate yourself from Him. When you're in a place like this, when you're standing on holy ground, all you can feel is His Holy Spirit. Right. All you can feel is His presence, and it's an overwhelming presence. Let me tell you something. If we could just reach out and we can just feel after Him. And, and like the writer says in, in the book of Acts in chapter 17, when the Apostle Paul was speaking about the Lord, when he was preaching to all those uh, 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 educated people there on Mars Hill, amen, in Athens, uh, he was trying to get them to understand that God is everywhere. He's around us. He's very near. And if we could just uh, feel after him, we will, we will somehow make a connection with his presence with his spirit and that's what we all need to do we need to make that personal connection with the presence of God so when you come into that place amen you will obviously know and experience the greatness and the goodness and like we saying earlier the awesomeness of our God it's overwhelming because when you walk into his presence and you Meet God face to face. Everything that you are going through, everything that you have seen, everything that has been coming against you, that have been overwhelming, that you know appears to be so uh, grand as in scale, and and you know the devil likes to make everything look. He likes to intimidate people by size, mm -hmm. and of course when he does that, that's how he gets people to succumb to fear. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you something. God is big That's right. because the Bible says his spirit inhabits the, the universe. Mm -hmm. Wherever we go, we can go to the furthest star. We can go to the furthest galaxy. We could even go down into the uh, deepest pit of hell. And you know what he said? His presence will be there. That's how big our God is. So when we think about his overwhelming presence compared to all the struggles and all the trials and all the temptation, all the battles that we go through, let me tell you something. His spirit is bigger than anything that, amen, that we face in this world. And I'm reminded of what the apostle John said when he talked about Amen. Having the Spirit of Christ living within us. Amen. Amen. And we, we know that we are His children because, amen, He bore witness because He has given us of His Spirit. In other words, His Spirit lives within us. We have His Spirit living within us. So as a result of us being filled with His Spirit, you know what He said? Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Amen. 
So it makes you think about the awesomeness of God. It makes you think about how really big our God is. So naturally that always seems to <clears throat> encourage me. That always seems to lift me up and it gives me hope. It gives me faith. It gives me peace. It gives me joy. And you know what it does? It even helps me to even love him more. Praise God. Scripture says in the book of Psalms 37, in verse number 18, it says, The Lord knoweth the days of the upright. Listen to what he's saying. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. Everything that you and I have received from the Lord when we were, when we became children of adoption, when we've been adopted into this, we received an inheritance, a spiritual inheritance. So we have a spiritual inheritance. We have a promise of a, of a future home. Amen. The world that we are living in right now, this world that we live in, this, in this economy, this is not a permanent, amen, residence. This is just, amen, this is just a, a residence that's just lasting just for a few moments compared to eternity. So it's not a permanent, permanent residence. It's temporal. Everything that we do in this world is temporal. But, amen, our living for God, our faith, our obedience, our humility, amen, that leads us into an inheritance that is eternal. So that gives me hope knowing that, praise God, that I will be okay. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be afraid in the evil time. So what is happening right now should not affect the people of God. This is just something that we are going through. This is something that we are experiencing. But the difference between us and all those who do not know God is this. We have peace and we have hope. We have assurance. We know that we will be taken care of. We know that we will, amen, we will survive. We will make it regardless if we come through this thing alive or regardless if we go on to meet the Lord. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter because we still have that peace. They shall not be afraid in the evil time. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. Wow, what a statement. That is something. As one writer put it, let God be true and let every man be a liar. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think about that and the word of God is true. So I'd rather put my trust in the word of God. I would rather put my trust in the word of God because I know like he said, he will never leave me nor forsake me. So that kind of gives me confidence. That confidence I have. Thank you very much, Lord, for your faithfulness and your love. Your loving kindness, your grace. What would we do without God's grace, without his favor? What would we do? Praise God. So he says... Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness and this is in the book of Isaiah so you think about this fear thou not for I am with thee 
Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. You know what? Uh, we as human beings, when we're not acquainted with the presence of the Lord, when we don't know what it is to walk with God, to live with God, to live for Him, when we don't know what it's like to humble ourselves to Him. I mentioned that earlier. Humbling ourselves to Him. It's hard for human beings to do that. The only reason I believe is probably because of pride and arrogance. We think that we have the answer. We think we can come up with the answer. <clears throat> Basically, any man that or woman that's in that state of mind is, you know, you're putting yourself in that place of being anti-God. But I want you to realize something. There's nothing we can do. Nothing we can do. What is happening in the world, this worldwide pandemic, what is happening, uh, I know a lot of good men, I know a lot of good uh, women are trying their best to help their fellow man. They might make some kind of impact, they might help in such a way, but there's only a certain extent to what we can do as human beings that help will only go so far. So that's why I believe that we need to put our trust in God. Because I know if we put our trust in Him, He will be able. The thing about God is this. The Bible says that He is a God of miracles. And He is uh, with, without... The Bible says that with Him, all things are possible. So I know that there is hope in God because of the ability he has. And amen. You think about it, uh, what he can do for us right now, his intervention into the lives of men right now. For him to come into our lives and for him to begin a work in, in us, in you, in your heart, <clears throat> in your family, in your home. If you give God that liberty to do so, you're going to find out that he is a keeper of his word. He will do just exactly what he said he would do. And he will keep the promises that he has given to you. That's how good a God he is. So when he said, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. It's kind of, you know, something to me, it's, it's something because mankind doesn't really know. Uh, I've mentioned this several times, you know, uh, teaching and even ministering the Word of God, preaching the Word of God. I've mentioned this several times and it's a, it's a true statement. It's a, a cliche I use every now and then, but I, I say this. People don't, I don't know if anybody has really heard or received it, but this, this is what I say. God knows you better than you know yourself. <laughs> and that's a true statement. God knows you better than you know yourself. He knows everything about you. You know why that is? He created you. <laughs> so when you think about it, you know, I think about what the Bible says in Luke chapter 12, verse number 7. Listen to this. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Now let me ask you a question. How many of you can tell me, tell me how many hairs you have on your head? Now you can start counting one by one, try to count every strand. Good luck with that. Good luck with it. Because even at your best, you will not be able to uh, find out how many hairs you actually have on your head. But let me tell you something. God already knows how many strands of hair you have on your head. That's how much he knows you. But what was he, why was he saying this? 
why was he making a statement uh, about this in, in, in the book of Luke was, was this. He was telling his people not to worry. Not to worry about certain things. Don't put yourself in that position. Don't worry what you know what what, what you're gonna uh, as far as what you're going to eat and, and what you're going to be clothed with and whether you have a roof over your heads or anything like that. Don't worry about that, he said, because you know why? Because I know you and, and I care for you and, and, and your life to me is is more valuable than the lives of sparrows that and lilies of the field whom he takes care of every day. So if he can take care of these certain things, he surely, he surely can take care of you. And that's wonderful. That's wonderful. You think about that and it just kind of puts everything in perspective. Helps you to see everything that we're going through right now. You know what really makes me feel happy? Is I'm not alone. I know he's with me. I know he's with me. So naturally, naturally that is something that, you know, gives me uh, encouragement lifts me up gives me peace gives me assurance I just I'm not worried I don't have fear whatever happens to me happens yeah. because I know my life is in his hands yeah. and uh, the best thing that any person could do right now the best thing that any man, any woman, any boy, any girl, the best thing anybody can do, any, any, anybody right now, is to give your life to Jesus. That's the best thing you can do. And you'll find out once you do, once you take the necessary steps that you need to take as far as salvation. Salvation, if you really think about it, you call upon the name of the Lord, you call upon him in sincerity and in truth, he will definitely he will definitely reveal his will to you. I shared a little bit last Sunday about the gospel, the good news of his death, burial, and resurrection. The scripture doesn't teach any other manner or mode of salvation. It doesn't teach that. And I'm not saying that to cast shadows upon any person that doesn't believe what the scripture teaches. But I'm glad that, you know, God revealed the truth to us by his spirit. And his spirit will always bear witness to the truth. So what it it's going to take for us to be saved is to obey the gospel. Amen. Obey his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Repent as dying out to your sins. Turning your life around. And then after the old man has died, you need to bury him. And I'm not talking about sprinkling water on your forehead. That's not real baptism. In the Greek, the word for baptism literally means to fully immerse, to lay down. So we lay people down like Jesus was buried, laid down in that tomb. We lay, we lay these souls down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins. We lay them down. As Paul said in Romans 6, bury with him by baptism. And then, of course, the other part of salvation is this. Receiving the Spirit of God, which is the new resurrected life. 
when we are filled with His Spirit, we are resurrected from the dead. We are no longer living in sin. We are no longer living, uh, living without God, life without God. We're living a new life. We're living a life in Him. We're resurrected by His Spirit. You'll find that that's what the Scripture teaches. Of course, it all bears witness one to another. John chapter 3, verses 1 through 9, and uh, Acts 2, 38, and Romans 6, all the, way, all the way through all the epistles, all the way, all the way even to the book of Revelation, the Scriptures bear witness to this mode, this way of salvation. Repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, which is promised unto you and to all those who are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So that's what we believe and that's what we teach. And that's what Jesus commanded his apostles and his disciples. Amen. That's what we need during this day, during this hour. The Apostle Paul in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 18, said this, And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work. The Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom. He will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom. To whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. You know, I think about that and I thank God. I thank God what He's done. And I thank God for what He's going to do. And if you would sincerely search the Scriptures, Sincerely search them. You find out that what I've shared with you is, is the gospel, is the good news. And I believe this is a time when people are beginning to do just that, beginning to search, beginning to seek. And you know what? The Bible says if you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will be open unto you. If you ask, you will receive. So I pray that all you do so. I know that uh, we are definitely going to come through this thing. We are definitely going to come through this thing. And we're going to do what we can to reach out to be a light. So my desire and my prayer for all of you that are listening to this podcast is that you would sincerely that you would sincerely hear <coughs> that you would sincerely seek that you would pursue God and you know what you will find him if you do. So we pray that, amen, you will be uh, delivered. You will be saved. You will be healed. That God will give you victory. That is the whole reason why we do all this. So let's pray right now. I'm going to pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we thank you again for this opportunity. Lord, it's a privilege and an honor to come into this place, to lift you up, God, to give you glory, to give you honor, to love you. Amen. To lift up our voices and our hearts to you, to give you the glory and honor and the praise that is due to your holy name. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. 
We thank you for your word. God, we know that you're moving. Lord, we know that you are touching lives. We ask you, Lord, that you would continue to minister. As the prophet Isaiah said, Lord, that, amen, your word would reach out and touch those, Lord, who you wanted to touch. Let it minister to those who hear, Lord, and let it accomplish what you send it forth to do and not come back up to you void. So we pray, Lord, we pray that you would do this. Lord, I know that there are many out there. I know there are many, Lord, that are right now, Lord, in fear, experiencing anxiety, Lord, being worried, Lord, about everything that's happening. But I pray, Father, that somehow your light will shine, that it will shine into the darkness, and God, that it would reveal, Lord, your, your love, your truth, and your salvation. So we pray for all those, God, who are in need right now, Lord, those going through this crisis at this time, those who are in fear, those even, Lord, who are sick, I pray for them, Lord, because I know, God, that you are, amen, a healer. You are our redeemer, our savior, our healer. And, Lord, we put our trust in you. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you have promised us in your word. And God, we commit ourselves to it right now. So I pray, let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Reach out to all those, God, who are in need right now, Lord. And I pray, God, amen, Lord. Let salvation, let salvation, amen. Let salvation be known. We ask this. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen, in Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us in this podcast this evening. We'll look forward to uh, being on again Sunday evening. So until that time, we want to say God bless you all and, and uh, open up your word, open up the Bible and search the scriptures and, and let God encourage you and lift you up. So, amen. Lord bless. We'll be seeing you. Bye-bye.